All right, wonderful people of Earth, welcome to another edition of Geektastic Sci-Fi here on Free Agents Media. How you guys doing, yeah. boys? How you guys doing? Yeah. Yeah. Gonna turn that. I've been in another week of the vid, you know. God. <laughs> I'm tired of this isolation, boys. I'm tired of this. Throw out there right away. This cabin fever shit is real. <laughs> Stop your bitching! Oh <laughs> I just wanted a reaction. I needed a reaction once we got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like y'all motherfuckers trying to walk anyway. Listen, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Crazy day. Oh, shit. Wild day. Uh, I feel like a lot of stuff happened today that we. <laughs> I see. It doesn't affect us, but it completely affects us and the rest of the world. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it uh, it does affect the world in the sense that some the wildness happening, uh, and the way the world looks at democracy because for some reason, America has become the beacon of democracy, which I don't. I mean, I don't really understand why, uh, uh, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, I know everyone will, because I've had conversations with people and they're all just like, yeah, like, you know, they stand for the, the most free and democratic elections in the world. And I'm, I, and I, I'm like, but they've been doing gerrymandering and a whole bunch of shit for like, <laughs> for like fucking 30 years to make sure people can't vote and women couldn't vote and people of color couldn't vote. And like every, every chance they got, they made sure that only certain people could vote. And it's only what like, and even uh, I remember I was listening to, I think it's mall on the Joe button podcast. Who's talking about how his mom, when she would go to vote, by the in in the, when she was of age to vote, they still weren't allowed to vote because they would like threaten them. They'd have like KKK at the voting boot at the voting stations, and we're talking like he's talking what 60s, 70s. So when we say America is the land of the free and fair election. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love like the half laugh. Just the, I'm not. How, I wasn't even. How do we get here? <laughs> you know, how well, we here? podcast. I, I I I jumped on it because you put down uh, Trump's pardons and Biden's inauguration at the top of the docket. So I didn't put it at top. I put it like midpoint, which was like a you know skim through. Okay, he pardoned Kodak Black and Little Wayne to. <laughs> Try to make black people happy. Oh, there sure. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes. Let's talk about pardoning. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I, we, let's let's not address what the fact. Did? Who, who did he pardon? Kodak, like, do, do rappers. Uh, well, you know Lil Wayne. If you don't know. Fucking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Kodak Black, which I don't expect you to know, but he really didn't do. Did Kodak do any kind of standing up for Trump? That was stupid. No. Right? Uh, you know why Kodak Black is probably popular? Because he hates black women. And that's something Trump understands. Oh, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know too much about the twenty-three-year-old, but all right. Uh, Kodak sure. Black. Kodak Black was the one who made comments about how like he doesn't want to date women darker than him, or made a whole bunch of comments about uh, people being dark and yeah. whatnot. Real quick, what's up, Toby? Real quick, have you seen how dark, dark Kodak Black is though? Yeah, what does that have to and do I'm not with? Be wrong with that, but I'm saying as a man, <laughs> preferably very dark or actually very dark, like, have a preference over how dark he wants his woman to be. Yeah, no, that's that's colorism. I, I just that's a problem. In this conversation <laughs> so late, and I'm super confused as to why we're talking about how dark Kodak, Kodak Black is. We're talking <laughs> well, about I, 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 I made the comments. Uh, 
I made the comment that the only reason Trump probably gave Kodak a pardon is because Kodak hates black women as much as Trump does, uh, and oh, that turned into and that, <laughs> and that turned well, into that turned in. You know what? Let me look up the exact quote so that we can there see. We you crazy for even thinking that's the reason? Yo, you know what though? On a, on a real note, I hope this starts a trend with. Actually, that's not even going to happen because there he's the reason why I, there's one bill that's targeting black people anyway. But I was going to say they need to pardon everyone that's in jail for weed, period. Everyone. There's some people in jail serving life sentences for weed, bro. Not yeah. Happening. You know how much like backpedaling and like, oh, we fucked up that is? They're not doing that. Look how long it took them to, to admit to the Central Park Five. You think right. they're going to do But here's the thing about that. This is not a case about justice or not justice. It's just a case of law, Right. This thing that you pursued people for for so long is legal now. There's no reason for those people who are in jail for having ounces of it to be in there. For oh that yeah, yeah, long. no, no. They need to get. They need to release those people. It's, they it's need ridiculous. to. The fact that that like yoga moms are out there uh, hawking it with their friends now, uh, but there's a whole bunch of people of color in prison. Nah, that's a thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in the in the suburbs, once they legalize it in some of the states, a whole bunch of like uh, you know soccer moms, uh, businessmen, all of them started dumping money into the weed uh, trade and start opening up businesses because it was legal now. So they're just like, well, we're gonna make money off of it. Meanwhile, you have all these people of color who've been arrested. Mostly, not to say there aren't others. No, 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 I know, but predominantly people of color that have been uh, put in prison and stuff like that and and charged and given third strikes. The other thing is, like, if your third strike was, like, for possession, you got, like, almost life in prison, but you got got your third strike for possession of something that's now legal. I would say that needs to be reevaluated because if you're saying... You get more for weed than you do for rape. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Brock Turner. Bad, yeah. Brock Turner yeah. got six months for what he did, where he was seen assaulting a woman, raping someone, and got six months. Meanwhile, you got men you know, in prison. Got football players who who go to prison because this girl said they did it, and then turns out she was lying, and yeah. they were they were in there for years. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly which one you're talking about. I hate that. Sound. But I, I'm, one. but again, that's one. But we're talking hey. about people in prison for possession, though. Like, Correct. like if you're talking about someone having a baggie and they went to prison and they're in prison longer than a guy who raped a woman, like, come on, what is that system? What is what is that telling you about the value of a woman, a woman's body, or the act of sexual assault versus carrying a baggie of weed? The same system that kills a girl while she's sleeping in her house and doesn't arrest. Oh anybody. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so okay, so see, you Why asked are we asking these questions. Wait, wait. So when we got on, you said one. when when we got on, you said how did we get here? And I started talking about how America is not the example of free and fair elections. But you okay, are bringing up. Here, thank you. You saw <laughs> how we got here because you're bringing it up too. You're saying I'm the same saying, thing. Uh, these are just quick skims pro- to- topics, like little. Trump's trying to get one past black people. Let's, you know, let's let's uh, pardon Little Wayne and, and Kodak and so on. And I guess he couldn't pardon any of his family because that would have just been way too bait. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that Little Wayne was still in jail. No, he wasn't no, in, no, he's he's not in jail yet. Caught for possession of a weapon that he couldn't have owned because he's already on parole and so yeah. on. When he got caught and then bef- months before, he made sure to just say hi to Trump to make sure. Hey, Trump. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
Well, I, call, I called this when it happened. That that's exactly what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah we all said it. Yeah, everyone was just yeah. like, "This is obviously, obviously." He, he it's... looked so uncomfortable <laughs> in that picture. Like, him... like, wow, I can't believe this is what has come down to. <laughs> no, but it's the dopest chess move if you think that he had that much foresight. He's like, "I'm gonna probably get nipped for this shit." Oh, his lawyers told him to do it. He didn't just decide on his own. Mm. I don't know. Hey, I gotta give Wayne no. credit. I don't here's, know. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Trump reached out to a bunch of different black artists, Fifty yeah. Cent included. Yes. A bunch of them turned it down. Yes. Wayne went to his lawyers and said, "This wouldn't be enough for it. Can I parlay this into something else instead of taking the money?" They're like, "Yeah, might as well try the offer." Yeah. Trump mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, it's written in contract. Boom, that's it." Yeah, it's done. I mean, at the end of the day, really think about it this way. If that was me, I would have done the same thing. I'm okay. sorry, yeah. I'm not Wait, going back uh, to jail. I'm in no way, <laughs> in no way, am I saying no, not going back to jail. In <laughs> no way am I saying that as uh, an idiotic rapper who keeps doing stupid shit. I'm not going to try and put in place some contingency contingency plans to protect me when I get stopped on some fuck shit. For sure. What did Pharrell say was the best terminology? Sorry, nigga, I'm trying to come home. Snitch? Yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> uh, uh, he was on uh, Drink Champs, right? Yeah. He just said it before. He went, he went off a little bit. He said it before there. in a clip song where he came up with the hook, sorry, nigga, I'm trying to come home. And then he kind of like elaborated saying, Oh, he, he fully said he would snitch. He fully called wow. himself a snitch in the oh, really? uh, Drink Champs uh, podcast. And I loved it. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> he said, I am not street. I am not gangster. Yeah. If someone's yeah. trying to, I will snitch. I'm like, sure. you know what? If that's what snitching, like, but his description when he's doing it, though, is, is, is great, though. He's just like, you guys can do this, but this is not me. I'm going to be over here. Like, I'm a civilian. If someone comes and attacks me and, and the police ask me who did it, I'll be like, well, I saw his face. It was that guy. <laughs> I, I guess I, I think the I think the commentary yeah. for it is more uh if you are part of this culture, if you're gonna make beats and work in this community in this culture, and part of the culture is trying to protect ourselves against the police because the police come across as obviously more aggressive and like to attack more in this community, then that's why the idea of snitching doesn't look as good. So I get what he's saying, but at the same time, I understand why people who are like, no, don't snitch because these guys, because sometimes the snitching, you find out that the snitching is something that was like a setup some some corruption like you're helping them set somebody up like there's a lot of questionable antics that have been done in the hip-hop industry to catch people it's it's like it's like you're bringing someone else down with you yeah it's like there's a code there's a code that abides by this whole snitching thing when you start applying it to just a regular person living their everyday life you're you're starting to sort of skew things a little bit also understand what pharrell is saying also i may hang around gangsters yeah and produce for gangsters do not put me in the same box as those gangsters. <laughs> also, but another thing though is in the culture, if I mean, if you grew up in a ghetto neighborhood, you know we self-correct. We take it. it we take care of our own. Like if someone, if someone's on some fuck shit, somebody in the community, someone up high, took care of business, and you knew that. Like I when I, because as I'm from around my life, so it owes me five hundred dollars. <laughs> no, nah, but like back in the day from like the hood, if you want to put it, there was like, you know, the neighborhood corrupted kid who's like, hey, man, OK, my fault for falling for it. And shout to anybody who remembers, Mike can know you're watching. But I was just saying some dude is like, hey, I'll get you a laptop, so on and so forth. Five hundred dollars later, I lost some money. Oh, hood no. politics should have taken care of that. 
Well, you ruin politics and take care of shit. What was was the guy known to be doing it? Like, did people? Because that's the thing that people have to know he's doing it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, then that's they know, different. But I wasn't. Like, I'm me. I wasn't in the streets like that. Like, oh, all right. right. So I'm Same going. To- I hang around with gangsters. I may know some gangsters, but I ain't a gangster. Right. <laughs> I'm Pharrell in this situation, and I got five hundred dollars taken from me, and I did not snitch. Hearing Pharrell now, I'm kind of like, man, I really should have probably called the cops. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but, 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 but because of it's funny you say that. It's because of your environment right. and the people you kind of know that you're just like, well, if I did do this, I would look, I would look bad out there. Yeah, you yeah. Don't want to, yeah, it's weird, right? But I also, guess. the environment I'm talking about. I'm talking about Northside Dorval. It's not Compton, my dude. Yeah, like, <laughs> Yo, you should have had 911 on speed dial on that. We don't really survive Northside, baby. Like, nah, it ain't like that. But come on. But that's hard to. That's just something that's hard to prove, though. At a certain point, right? It's speculation. There's no contract. There's no way to trace that the per- you gave the person money, so it it should have just been handled. I mean, one, you know, this brings me back to Susu. Like when I was saying in the community, if you do susu or you do a box, and 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 an auntie finds out that homeboy didn't uh, put their hand in, then you know you know someone's gonna take care of it. Is essentially the the vibe. You just cut off. I think you just cut off more or less. Yeah, exactly. In the community, but, someone does take care of you. but yeah, wowzers. <laughs> That's crazy. So do you have a definitive list of people like that we know that were uh, that were pardoned? By, uh, I really know uh, uh, those two that I mentioned prior. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let me let me see if I can pull up the full list of Trump's last minute pardons. There we go. Bye, are you bye, trying bye. to show off that shirt for? I see you. What are you What are you doing? Your usual what are you doing? I see you. Look at you pulling it down. You saw it. All right. <laughs> a really long time. I actually was enjoying it myself. Man's actually did this in front of the camera and lowered it. <laughs> I was trying to remember who's on the shirt. Yeah, sure. Like, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell actually by looking in the my 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 videos are too small. The people listening to you guys don't know what shirt you're talking about here. Tell them about. I have a relatively dope. Uh, it's called Gotham Usual Suspects, and it's uh, based off the movie uh, cover sketch. And you got a okay. Catwoman, Bane, Joker, uh, Harley Quinn, and uh, Two Face. Cool. I just so happened to have found this shirt randomly. Like, I always try and wear a, a new shirt from week to week. Well, not necessarily new, but like not the same shirt from week to week in the show. And I went into the random pile and I found this. I'm like, I didn't even know I had this anymore. Dude, I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking through the, this list. Mm-hmm. There's no one I recognize here. It's crazy, actually. Yeah, you're right. It's like, so I, uh, no, oh, usually. Oh, like, oh, Rich Bannon. Yeah, yeah, he did Rich, Rich Bannon. Wow, I thought he wasn't going to. No, nah, he did it. That was like the one person on his team that he did, or his team, old team. Rich oh, Bannon was like a campaign guy for him. Dude. At the very beginning, this this very, I guess, would you, would you call him alt-right? Mm. He has, uh, what's that website that he runs? Um, it's a pretty well-known website on the, hold on, let me see, Rich Bannon website. Steve Bannon, why don't you call him Rich Bannon? Steve Bannon. That's uh, a rapper name. Rich Bannon. Yeah, Rich Bannon. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that one. Yeah. Oh shoot. Keep that. Sorry. One. Actually, while you search up that, Toby, I could ask you this question: Have you ever dealt with beat hoarding? Beat hoarding. Beat yeah. hoarding. Do I ever what? What's that mean? Well, Dave, for I the hoard a beat. 
Let me explain. No, you just keep making and you don't release anything. Yeah. Not even that. Artists that hoard other beats. Oh, dude, hundred percent. I've Thank had you. I've had sent stuff out that to this day I don't know what's happening. Now, uh, Dave, uh, for, for for you in the com, you know, the people that wouldn't know, as producers, we often tend to make new stuff and then just send it out on the fly to like mad people. If you have somebody in my mind, you will send them that beat specifically. Be like, here, this is for you. Here Are you, you feeling this or no? No. Okay. Right, right? But the thing is, with producers, we're not artists. Toby can sing and rap, right? But I'm like, if I was, I, you know, not doing that. So I need, I need a lot of autotune. I, I'm, I'm. <laughs> but in order for us to get out there, we're not just dropping instrumental albums. You could, but not all of us is Jay Dilla. So what we got to rely on, unfortunately, is artists to put their words to our songs so that our music gets out. Except for these motherfuckers get your beat like April, and then some coming at you at like. Mm, Actually, no, and in December, you have to hit them up and be like, you're... What's so happening with this? Oh, you're not going to use it? I have someone else who's probably interested. So they're keeping it in, like, prison or confiscating it until you can get to, like, the next artist type thing? Yeah, they're holding it on the behalf chance that maybe one day they'll get, like, a oomph and get to it. But then by the time they get to it, it's, like, a year or after you've actually put out the beat. And if you're, like, if you're a nice... Okay, there's a... There's producers, and then there's, like, nice guys. If you're a producer, you're, like, two, three weeks after that, you've been sent it to somebody else, and you're just like, sorry, buddy. You may not even let them know based on courtesy. If you're, like, a nice dude... Because the rights to that beat is still yours, right? You can do whatever you want with it. They haven't paid you. They haven't done anything. However, if you're one of them nice dudes, sometimes myself, me just coming back into the game, just trying to reach out to people, blah, 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 boom, you make, like, you make, like... You make a beat pack. Yeah, you make a beat pack. In this particular case, it was the one, and I sent out one. I'm going to say, I think you'd be cool with this. But it was also one of the dopest beats I made that year. Um, and here we are in January 21, nothing been done. On top of that, which annoys me, is that when they did hit me up about it, they want me to edit, like they want me to basically reconstruct and edit the whole thing for their verse. That After they all that time? Oh, no, no. Thank no. you. See, for- see, I have mad ADD. <laughs> If, if I sit down, I'll, I'll sit down. It took me a while to get the patience enough. Sometimes you make a beat and you, I just move on to the next one, on to the next one, on to the next yeah, one. Yeah. I don't really like focus on the one. But when I do focus on the one and I send it out and I hear nothing back for a while and then you're months later asking, unless, unless you're someone of note, then I'll consider it. <laughs> Otherwise, no. <laughs> it takes like, way too long. <laughs> Not that I've worked with anyone that's like super reputable yet, yet. Yeah. Schoolboy school Q is on my list, though, man. One day. I need one day. I know. One day. Oh, not, but I need to get him on to be one. Like, So back to this situation here. More or less, I get a text like a Sunday night being like, yo. And this is probably after like, okay. This is after I put out a next song. Like, I had just recently put out a song. So the minute I put out that song, next thing you know, my phone's getting blown. And it's like, hey, man. Yeah, I was just checking out that beat after I texted you like 1,900 times about it. Um, yo, I was just wondering if you could like, mute this part and cut up this and i'm almost like first of all a it's a sample there's no turning that down without changing the whole groove of it b i made the verses 32 bar verses because i want 32 bar verses like i'm not gonna switch the style of my shit when c i haven't even heard your verse that you haven't recorded so e get the fuck out of here oh dude i feel that when you get to e there's no more counting (laughs) (laughs) i feel that there was this one rapper i used to like working with his name's philly 
Philly is from not used to. I still do. But yeah, like I would, name. I, would, being nice out here. <laughs> I, would, I would send him. No, he's this is this is a good story. I would send yeah. him something. Yeah. And I remember from day one, he would just immediately send me like a voice note of him rapping over. And I'm like, oh, dude, yes. Like, you know, and that's that's the feeling I want every time at the rapper. That's why I'm actually also not just a rapper, any artist. I'm looking for that like artist who I'm just just wants to build. Yeah. Let's just build together, work together, and let's DJ Mustard and friggin' what's his name out of this situation? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or uh, or 21 Savage and uh and uh Metro Boomin. Yes, Metro Boomin. Yeah, I have a few I have a few like I have a few artists like that where they it's called to me it's quick turnaround. Whereas yeah. like you send them a beat within like a week, maybe sometimes yeah, two days. Even if it's not an engineered like studio thing, they'll send right. you something back that makes you excited for going to the studio and working on it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's why I don't. That's I guess the moral of the story here is I don't waste time with people like you're talking about anymore. It's it's either I said no one nothing or I don't say or you know what I mean. I I, I that's just a waste of my time. No nah, man. In in I, now the moral of this is like in 21 I really gotta like cut that back because you have examples like there's that example where I've known this dude and I've done an album with him and I guess it's like he's telling me like you know I do this like a hobby and I'm just like that's cool except for I'm 35 and I'm still trying to get a track with Benny so I don't have time for that shit um the butcher. well yeah trying for sure to butcher but um so. you know with these other artists say I send it to like someone I've never worked with and I sent him like maybe six tracks and already like 80 percent of a tape is done like yeah, yeah I like that I like that grind I like that hustle I like that that's what I'm looking for yeah, I, I am looking. I mean, as, as a producer, I guess you're always looking for that, though, right? But yeah. I got so tired of it that at one point I just started to use my own anyway, just because, like, I have a mic, I have a setup. I might as well try to do lay oh lay references down to what I think it should sound like, and then start sending that out. If you yeah. have the time and you can afford to do that, for sure, I think that's a good way to get people to kind of get because sometimes someone could hear something and not necessarily hear. What like a flow or, or what it could, you know, what could come out of it. But if you like lay an idea down, it can kickstart that. But at the same time, I also don't like doing it because I find if I put an idea down, it's already in your head now. And whatever you would have done is not going to come out anymore, right? So there's this weird fine line, right? It's crazy. It's like a chicken before the egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I really feel if I really feel strongly about the hook I'm thinking of, I'll, I'll lay it down. But for the most part, I try to leave even my beats now. When I first, I like how we're talking about making, producing right now. My beats, okay. when I first started out, I used to just put every sound <laughs> that I thought went with this. I would just dump it all in there and it would clash. The mix, it would be horrible, but they all sounded good individually. Yeah. But when you start putting them together, you get a lot of peaking and all everything, right? But as I got more into this, it just became, and I learned it's just more of a leaving the space open for someone to create on it, mm. right? Not necessarily putting every sound, but maybe alternating those sounds. For a few bars, you have these two sounds together, and then you add a third in, you know, eight bars or 16 bars later, and then maybe, like, on the hook, you take everything out and only... So I literally, the structure mm. and stuff like that was, like, at the beginning for the first couple of years, I think I was just like, this sounds good, right? And I, I just wouldn't get a response, you know? <laughs> and not know why. And then a producer friend of mine, Matik, who you know, uh, one day just kind of like was going through my stuff and he just like, he had some good advice on that front too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But hopefully one day, man, I just haven't been as focused as I should be too lately because work has been crazy. What is your, to to kind of go uh, to my next subject, what is your thoughts towards sampling? Seeing as to help again with the masses, Timberland on Twitter recently got aired out again for sampling like 
Eastern, you know, music, which he's done. Bro, I sample, most of my beats have something sampled for some genre, obviously royalty free, but I, I, I sample all the time. Sampling is like, is part of the game. Dave, Dude. you know what sampling is, and I'm sure there is like bands that do sample as well themselves. You know, well, yeah. I mean, there's, there, there's, there's been, there's been bands that, I mean, what's it called? Uh, Crazy Town made their whole, uh, like their whole pop being popular is based off of Red Hot Chili Pepper sample. So, oh right, up yeah. and down. There you go, and that's like that's a loop. That's a heavy one. But, but that, but the difference between, I mean, what I, I'm, what I'm thinking when. Toby says sample. He's meaning like put a little clip or, or when you say sample, are you saying like your whole song's based as, off of other as small or? as, as small any part? You could take it. Literally, could be the whole song, and I all I hear is this one vocal sample. I'm just gonna take that out because I like that. Like, but are you gonna take everything. that and make that the whole song that you're making? No. It, yeah. But it might it might be the base of it. It might be I can find a way to chop it that it sound. I could use it for eight or sixteen bars. You know what I mean? I, like. I think There's it's so many ways. I can give Skinny a sample, and then I take the same sample, and we'll come up with two completely different interpre- interpretations of that sample. To reiterate on uh, your example, Dave, what crazy, like the Crazy Town song, uh, Butterfly. Butterfly? Butterfly? That yeah. is a sampled beat. That's a beat. But that's a loop. Yeah. That's, that's like an eight bar loop yeah. or 16 bar loop of the same sound. Yeah, uh, but it's considered sample. It's a sample. I don't like doing that as unless that sample for eight to 16 bars is just like perfect as it is. I don't like just cutting eight bars or 16 bars out and just kind of like I kind of like to find interesting ways to to yeah. mix it reverse you know um anyway yeah but I think like I think we should talk music more often I like this it, and when it comes to, to sampling <laughs> I think the only in my opinion the way to be fair with it is that first of all if you're going to commercialize it if it's going to be your song you either have to give royalties and or at least credit like example crazy town the thing that annoyed me about crazy town taking that loop, they never acknowledged that that was Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like a they year ago, like, this is yeah, our song. If they, cleared it, if they cleared it on the back end, they don't have to acknowledge shit. There you go. As long it's, as it's, if it's legally handled, yeah. I don't know, but I think I guess it's it, it depends on like it's for you to find it actually. As you want to you want you want to know what song I think in the most recent decade that got people back feeling like oh my god, there's still so much more out there to sample. As obscure as it may sound to some of you, Kendrick Lamar's Money Trees. Dude. No, I hear you. That sample. Whoo. And then Schoolboy's. Uh, there yeah, he yeah, goes. Yeah. 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 I should get in here. <clears throat> Man of the Year. Man of the Year. But yeah, oh. because. Yeah. But when you listen to having heard the original song, I have. But it's just, again, it's just a it's portion. It's the beginning. It's literally. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, that's what I was trying to tell Dave before. Sometimes that eight bar, four bar at the beginning could be the whole song. And it literally is the no. whole song. And you no, just had a thick-ass drum to that, and sometimes that's all you need. And and to give, like, a more in regards to, like, not just because I feel sampling is always labeled only in, like, more rap genre. Like, oh, to give something more current than Crazy Town. <laughs> uh, like, Green Day's, even Green Day's newest album, they have two songs. One is Oh Yeah, which is based off of some old song. Like, they, they took a sample off an old song, and they actually, re- all the proceeds are going to, like, a specific charity because they found out that the original creator was, like, he did some type of abuse towards children. I'm not sure what it was, but he did that. So they're like, fuck this guy. We're going to make a song and any money from the song, we're going to donate. I think it's towards children. It's either between or children. I forget which one it is. But they also have another song that they have they they, they have called Stab You in the Heart, which is essentially them ripping off Achy Breaky Heart, but making like a, 
a funny version of like I hate you instead but of like I love you. it. That's a reinterpolation. But I, I I appreciate the fact that you said for some reason sample is only only associated with with rap. It, it is weird because every genre samples. Yeah. And you, were, you were bringing up Green Day and they sampled they sampled like Joan Jett and shit like that. Like yeah. sample. That's how you find like how else do you find inspiration? How else do you innovate? How else do you like hear something and go oh man I can make this much better? You know what I mean? Like because it, there's like storytelling. There's only so many. Sound <laughs> of, of playing with, like there's so many combinations of playing a guitar. There's exactly. only so many combinations of playing drums. Exactly. If you, like don't get me wrong, I think they're way more vast than storytelling. Mm-hmm. But like, and the other thing is they're forgotten over time as well, right? Like I get like I guarantee you, there's some songs out now or probably sound the exact same as songs that were maybe made 30, 40 years ago, but no one heard of that song, and the person was inspired just by their own inspiration. And it sounds the same. Yeah, that happens exactly. Um, parallel thinking. Um, yeah. Lee J asked us, "Is Pro Tools? Do you use Pro Tools at all?" Uh, no. I what use. Do you, what do you use to master your your, your beats afterwards? The studio, like. Uh, sorry, like mixing tool. I guess pre. I mix my own beats in FL Studio when I needed okay. when I needed to get mixed mix. I do it myself in FL because. Maybe throughout years, I just know audio levels enough so that I just know how my you drum can make something. Yeah, yeah. See, because that's the thing. When I take it to a studio and an engineer puts his hands on it, I literally have to tell them to not touch my shit. Yeah, yeah. So like, leave it alone. <laughs> you tell them not to touch it. Yeah, man. I'm like, or is there something you ask? You... Oh, really? Okay. Uh, sometimes, sometimes I'll let them like you know do their little thing, add a flanger here, make them feel special. But if it's like my beats mixed, don't touch yeah. the mix. Okay. Make See, I feel a little differently special. about that. Because yeah. I always feel like my mix could always be better. I like my mixes, but I feel like in, there's certain things that I want to do, and the tool I use sometimes doesn't necessarily allow me. I use the machine, the Native Instruments machine. Right. I mix in that as well, and then I'll usually like if it's a track track with someone, I'll go, I'll take it to the like send them the stems and yeah. make sure the engineer and I'll tell them what I want it to sound like because I don't want my essence to be gone too at the same time. Right. So I get why you do what you do. Well, um, stem it out for them. I'll track it out for them, but. Exactly. Each track is the same length as a song, and it's already like the sound in its song is already mixed. So they really just have to track it, and exactly. then right. you do what they need to. But yeah. basically, it's there. So. Yeah, you don't need to really need to like EQ anything too much more or anything like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yes, uh, Lee J Fruity Loops, aka FL Studios, a ton of producers are still using it. Sure, it's all the, yeah, it's one of the most well-known tools out there. It didn't really, I didn't really like the workflow in Fruity Loops. That's why I moved more towards the. Uh, the machine if anything there was a resurgence somewhere around like mustard time because there was a yeah. time it was it's fl studio simple and, it is <laughs> it's simple but it's not because it's, it's got so amazing cool. plugins far much better plugins plugins, than the machine. but it was more or less catered towards house music when it first came out so then a lot of things that you could do easily and like i'm gonna say i can't even remember the the not not the native instruments but you know what i'm talking about the other one that people tend to use too not MPC, the other, pro- it's a program. Um, it goes with Pro Tools, actually, and it's good about Ableton. A lot of people that they would use in Ableton that you got to kind of struggle to do in yeah. FL Studio. There, like in FL Studio, there's no like having one pattern at 98 BPM and then your second pattern of the same beat being being able to jump to like 108, where you can do that in Ableton. But you can do that in FL? I mean, not in the version I'm using. You probably oh, get an wow. FL12 and 16 and whatever, but I'm here using, I think, 6. So, so like, emoji. 
you can't do that in machine as it is, but you can get Serato, Serato sample. And then you can and you can do it in Serato sample and, and change the, <laughs> the, the tempo, anything you want, really, the pitch. And it doesn't really, it's crazy. It doesn't change. It matches the tempo of your actual beat, regardless right. of the tempo. It's such a dope tool. Honestly, for a hundred bucks US, probably the best purchase I ever made in my life. <laughs> it's it simplifies and makes sampling so much better. So for anyone looking to sample or produce out there, I would 100% recommend Serato Sample Timbaland, speaking of which, uses this a lot. Um, wow. Okay. I also started watching Timbaland's Beat Club on Twitch. Nice. Bro. He, okay. So on Twitch, Timbaland has a show. Where he goes on, I think it's once a week. Huh? It's a course or is it a show? It's a live stream where you submit beats to him and he listens to them live, critiques them live. And he has this thing where he either tells you like plank, he's like, just plank him. And there's like a whole graphic with someone throwing someone off a plank. Or like he tells you like how you can make your beat better, or he says it's okay, or he's and if he really loves your stuff, man, which is rare. <laughs> like in one stream, he might like four beats, four producers out of like fifty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but just to see someone his age, how long he's been in the game, and just how excited he still is about music and producing kind of and wanting to help. Huh? What kind of beats are we hearing? Uh, there are a bunch of different kinds. Like you can tell beginners. Like when you, if you have the ear, you can tell. And he and he even said recently, he's like, okay, guys, I've been doing this for a little while now with you guys. I just want you to know, if you are sending me this kind of beat, I don't think producing is for you. <laughs> so he's like, don't submit if you don't feel, or if you if you're not getting feedback from you know, like getting that vibe and that feedback from others and not necessarily just yourself, right? Because that's the only get better is just put yourself out there before sending it to him on the live stream and wasting his time quote unquote right man i've been wasting my own time for 17 years this nigga better listen to my beats yeah he would listen to it he'll listen to it he'll Good. just he's just very quick he knows what he's looking for ear wise like there's there's something he always repeats called it's about the sonics mm. and it's always about the sounds you choose the instruments you choose and how you put them together and the way you use of your space with your hi-hats like he really looks for those intricacies so he's a very hard judge like some of the beats he passes on passes on i'm like i could see that being you know because sometimes all you need is someone to use your beat regardless of how quote-unquote professional yeah. your beat sounds right yeah. uh yeah. like we could talk about bubby schmurder and his beat uh for yeah. his most famous track which, which horrible mix but it yeah. caught it caught and it's a good track um bank song too poor guy what's that <laughs> It was a Lloyd Banks song too. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I think uh, I, you should. You should. I don't know when it's on, but just follow Tim. If you have Twitch, follow Timbaland on Twitch, and uh, it's a fun, cool session. It's a couple hours sometimes. Like I just sit back and listen, or like I'll rewatch it because it's on YouTube. Also, yeah. actually, Timbaland's mm -hmm. Beat Club on YouTube. I'm learning. And you can rewatch the last streams. I'm learning about this Twitch. I just recently refound a producer that I was like, I had the. I guess back in 2011, we were on the same album together. I, I call it I executively produced the album because I did like seven out of 12 tracks, which, is usually, which is usually how that works. But I know you've heard of this person. Kenny Beats was also on this album with us. And Kenny Beats does his thing on Twitch and I think yeah. YouTube. Yeah, I had no idea. It's a good way, like, especially if you're just going to be producing anyway, just be like, hey, I'm live on Twitch producing live. And you don't necessarily, you can engage with the people while you're making it. You don't have to take their advice. Right. Uh, what's his name? T Pain is also on Twitch. I love T Pain stream. T Pain. T Pain is a, such an underrated producer. Yes, dude, it's crazy. Dave, um, but I think that's what it's good for. To let you know, Dave, uh, Kenny Beats is a 
a producer who kind of went from, he was living in New York and then he kind of moved, he moved to LA. And from there, he just kind of got his own studio and started doing this like weekly show where he'll get different artists to come in and just like freestyle and he'll make the beat there live in front of them. And like nine out of 10 times the beats, okay. I'll say a few times are really, really, really good. But it's, it's from there, he's literally like catapulted himself as a producer. And then from also going on and doing things with T-Pain and Vince Staples and other artists. And it's like, shit, I should get on that Twitch shit. <laughs> you should. You should. It's a good way to get yourself out there. And you have way more of a following than I do. It would be a great place for them to just like know every week at this time I'm going online and I'm producing. If you're going to be doing it anyway, yeah. you might as well just let people yeah. in on it. You know what I mean? And then Especially they can give you, you a feedback live, right? Yeah. Um, also, I actually always wanted to know who, if you have to give me three producers who ever inspired you. Okay. Like you, you, your, your sense of your, your, your inspiration. I, I wouldn't say your sound because eventually you're, you always imitate people at the beginning. Even with rapping, singing, you almost always imitate someone and then you start to find your own voice within that thing, right? If yeah. you continue to do it. Like at the beginning, Eminem sounded like Nas, for example. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so who are the three you would say, to this day, maybe still inspire your your uh, creativity? My three of my bases? Yeah. Yeah. I'll say the names and you'll hear it right away in my sound. Timbo, Kanye, and Jay Dilla. Okay. You hear that? I flip the order and then I hear it. <laughs> yeah, it is Dilla, Kanye, and Timbo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that was actually that makes sense. I get it. I hundred percent get it. Yeah. For me, it would probably be Harry Fraud. Yeah, I hate that man. Oh my god, bro! You know why? Harry Fraud is me. It's so Harry, wavy. He is wavy, but like, you know, okay, not to cut you off, but you know, there's Dave. You'll understand this because you do music. You've 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 been around it. You know when you have an idea and you've done flipped or whatever, said sample or whatever, but then Harry Fraud will come around and do the exact same shit you did. Yeah. Because he's on. That's why. That's why I like him so much because every time I hear one of his beats, I'm like, fuck, I could have made that. You know, like yeah. that feeling of I could have made that, but not because it's bad at all. Not no. because it's simple. Not no, no, because that's Sonics wise, speaking yeah. of Sonics, it's where my ears are at. Legit. A lot of his beats. Sample for sample, myself and Harry Fraud to the point where I just I hate I had to hate him because I'm almost like, what are you doing? I have this sound. I literally have this beat, and you know currency and I don't. Fuck out of here. Oh man, yeah. At one point, I really wanted to work with currency too. Ooh, I, I still want to work with currency. Yeah, currency is dope, man. Currency he's just he's just so in his own lane. Yeah. I want to hang out with the alchemist. I want to man shit. Oh, I when I see just yeah. please. When you see who Harry Frost worked to, I'm like Action Bronson. Uh, at the beginning, French Montana, the Coke Boys, French Montana, yep, not the did. now French Montana. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he did 88 well, fucking keys. Yeah, name. there you go. Yeah. Uh, Timbaland. I mean, I can't not put him on the list just because he he doesn't he has such a range, so right? Much. So much range and his drums. Oh. If, if there's anything I could ever extract from the man, pause, it would be his, his drums for sure. For you sure. You could because he just makes them with his mouth. <laughs> That's he true. He makes his drum sounds with his mouth. Yeah. And then he figures out how to layer the dude, man. And he actually sometimes will like produce live on his Twitch stream. If he hears a sample in someone's song that he likes, he'll ask his engineer to like loop it. And he'll just oh, like, yeah, man. So here's another thing is when you're sending these things to him, you have to be kind of aware. That you're feeding him a little bit. <laughs> you're feeding him. No, 100%. But, but 
he also recently explained, like someone actually asked him, like, what do you do with the producers you do like? Because nobody cares about the ones he didn't like. Right. Uh, but the one like, what do you do? And he's like, well, I if I if you're going to have my stamp of approval, I'm going to make sure it's up to par. I think they reach out. They talk to whoever it is. And then well, I bring you in, they, I siphon you of all your goodness. And they then put it, they put it in a repertoire for A&Rs to, to look if they're looking for beats like here. These are so he actually does give you an opportunity. Feel but you, you have to have the Timbo stamp of approval. I feel you, but my big question: Look what happened to Danger Hands. I mean, you can't you can't be afraid though. At the end no. of the day, to like like for I would love to send Timbo my beats. Matter of fact, I was thinking about doing that reason. I'm like, you know what? I'm an A because he goes in alphabetical order. So I'm waiting for him to get close to the end again. And I'm going to send him, <laughs> and my oh, producer name is an A goes to the top, so I get to see it soon. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and did I give my third? No, Timbo, Harry Fraud. Harry Fraud. You got it's tough. Harry. It's tough. Um, and he's not necessarily a producer, but his mixing skills are out of this world, man. Mixed by Ali on TDE. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I love, I love, 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 love his mixes, man. This See, is something so earthy. You're in on the mixing. You're a big time audio nerd. That's what. Oh, you know, I'm, tr I'm trying to get there, but that's it's the hard, it's one of the hardest things to. Not to master, but the patience to be willing to like tweak and tweak and tweak on the same beat. Oh, it's uh, it's tough. <laughs> it's Look tough. on your face because I just, I, 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 like I said, I have ADD. Once I like find a full like verse and I'm like, all right, cool, next one. I just kind of like move on, you know. I, yeah, for, for the longest time, that's what that was my workflow. And then if, and then I'll play that for someone like a loop of like a hook and a verse. And then if you like it, I'll add more to it. No shit, okay. But I don't like wasting my time finishing beats and then not have, you know what I mean? I just am more of an output and it's definitely not like a quality quantity over quality thing. Let's not get that wrong. Cause I have a ton of half unfinished beats, but I also have a ton that are, that are actually finished too. It's just for the most part, I like to just like move quickly. But then if there's one out of the, throughout that day where I'm like, that's the one I want to spend time on, then I'll go back to that one. These days I'm being tapped for, okay, this is a, and fuck, okay. I, one sorry, night. Sorry, Dave, we're excluding yeah, <laughs> We just spent half an hour talking about our passions over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find a way. I'm finding a way to incorporate Dave with it, too. Because ah, I, 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 I'm educated. It's quite all right. <laughs> okay, Toby, I'm. have you been tapped to do not a style that's not particularly a style that you're used to or used to doing, but like, have you ever been tapped for that, even though when people know you could do it? Oh, like, oh, can you make this type of whatever? Yeah, because, like, I'm being oh, tapped currently to make grimy beats, whereas, I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, yeah, I got grimy beats, but then when I'm thinking, I'm like, nah, I really got a lot of soul-based horn shit, and I don't make a lot of the dum dum like, onyx so interfaces. I 100% feel you on that, and, like, I used to hate it, and today, like, I hate it still to this day when someone goes, could you make this kind of beat? Because I know the amount of time I spend on the stuff I make and they make me happy. And I, I, I want you as an artist, to, if it doesn't work for you, maybe if you find someone else who will produce, I get it. I appreciate you coming out to me, but I think it disrupts my flow, mm. right? I spend more time trying to sound like someone else. Mm. And I don't necessarily like that. Um, like Tim, Tim Bolt doesn't. What'd you say? Huh? That's like you not evolving in your sound. You have to like put a pause on your evolution of how you want to move as a producer to try and mimic someone else. That's kind exactly. of exactly which counterintuitive. I'm not saying that's a bad thing either because there are a ton of people who can you know make do that. You know, like Matik, for example, someone that we know, 
he makes a whole wide range of different kinds of sounds, different mm -hmm. kinds of genres, which is not to say that's particularly bad. But for me, I find that it takes away from my creativity. I spend so much time trying to sound like something or try to find something that it just slows me down. And then I just don't want to do it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, but when I just, there, there's a joy I get from hearing something and going, ah, oh, I made that. Like, and I, and then trying to figure out if who would sound good on this. Like, there's some sense of adventure in that. Yeah. Um, maybe somewhere, some way down the line, once I, you know, I'm able to finally say I'm known for this and this is my sound, I can venture out a little bit more and and try to do that. You know. But I feel I feel like you're describing the same thing that like I remember uh, to to put it as a parallel to filmmaking. Scorsese, I think it's Scorsese that said it once. Like, never make a scene. Like with a specific song in mind that you want to go with the scene. Yes. Not, yeah. Because if you don't get the song, it could ruin the scene, exactly. or it could, or it could influence you too much so that you don't tell the story how you wanted to tell the story. I feel like this is comparable to that. No, you're, just, you're, you're just, yeah, it, it is hundred percent. I totally get that analogy. And just to again say it works for some people. That's just some people. They're good at that. That's what they do. It's just not what I do. I I, I want you to find your voice within my sound. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's why I keep saying I want to work with someone that's willing to, quote unquote, get weird with music, like experiment, like try different. That's why I like Schoolboy so much, because he's so from song to song. You he's don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. He, he has such a wide range of passion. Like it, he just uh, exudes that anger, that happiness, that like that, whatever he's feeling, you get it from a track. He's willing to make a different voice, his voice sound different or say something in a goofy manner or, you know what I mean? Some people are just too serious. <laughs> and I just want people to be a little more goofy, be more yourself than the, than the image you're trying to portray. I'm in the hard spot of between of catering to uh, catering to certain artists so that I could just get placements and then, get a little bit of royalties because that's always good or straight up doing, as I call it, the Craven quest and paying rappers straight up thousands of dollars to do verses on my beats, which has worked for said. Producer. If but you have the resources to do that, I would do it. Yeah. Do I have two grand to get to a record? <laughs> and hope that it blows. I don't know. Right. You got to think about that, a that. You have to have that enough money to keep doing that so that people be like, yo, who's this guy was a verse from him and a verse from him and a verse from him. And then you have to like, that's a lot of money. There's a lot of money, a lot of work. People have done it and have been successful from it. Yep. It's a gamble. Super big gamble. Um, but, but that's all part of the game, right? You have to just trust your, that your food is what people want to eat. Jeez. You know what? People want to keep coming back to your restaurant. I've been cooking 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that you've been open this long means there's potential there, no? This restaurant about to close. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's only because only of the pandemic. Everyone's struggling right now. Oh, man. Yo, the All pandemic right, yo. life is legit. That shit is like watching everything shut down. You're just like, God damn. They're not, they're not playing. They're Welcome not back, playing. Doc. What up, what up? <laughs> that was perfect timing. Wow. All right. I was actually they were about to say, let's jump into some uh, some view the right thing here. View the right thing. View the right thing. Oh man, we just talked about music for like half an hour. It was great. Oh, yeah. I know. I was Speaking listening the whole time. We need a beat for that intro. <laughs> oh yeah, true. We said how many times have we said we should make a beat for that? Yeah, man. I, I, that's true. You're right. Nope. Nope. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, this is the moment we were talking about when someone tells me to make something and I don't want to make it. <laughs> uh, man, that's great. Uh, skinny. Yo. You actually took time to watch LA's Finest? I did. I did too. Oh, no. Was it fine? Oh, no. The clips I was watching on Netflix that when you scroll on it with John Sally and ugh, it was like cool. Such a I liked it. The only I, I took it for what it was. Yeah, it was, it was just okay. It's essentially <laughs> the Fox version of what Bad Boys would be yeah. if we could still film things in the nineties, which means yes. <laughs> like really, really, really like the goddamn obvious angles where you're just staring at Jessica Alba's chest. Oh my god! Like it's it's terrible. It's terrible, but it's also like if you're a 55 year old man at home, you got nothing else to do. You're about to watch this show. <laughs> okay, hold on. So what's their demographic here? Oh, I feel like the show. <laughs> I feel like the show is trying to just pick up off the Bad Boys demo. Yeah. So anyone who would have wanted to see Bad Boys, here's a show that's essentially Bad Boys without. Uh, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. It's the with Gabrielle Union and Jessica Alba. Yeah. Do they do they correlate personality wise? Like yes. Say this is Marcus. This is yes. Very much. Yeah. Gabrielle, very very much. And uh, and Alba is a bit of Marcus, but not really. She's kind of like a more. She's a Marcus that doesn't mind getting dirty. Yeah. She's not too much. Okay. Yeah. But ultimately, so wait, Gabrielle is uh, is uh, uh, Mike. Uh, what's it called? Yes, very much. Really? Rides the motorcycle, acts mad aggressive, does crazy shit. Likes- motorcycle stupid. She yeah, you're the motorcycle. It's, it's like stupid, uh, like acts like a lone wolf all the time, even though she needs people. Like there's a whole plot in season one where it's just like one of the guys that's trying to screw them over says, "I'm going after someone you love, even though you don't think you love anyone." And then the whole episode is her trying to figure out like. Oh wait, I actually care about people, and she's like looking at the pictures of all the people she cares about. Even though so far in the show, she's acted like she genuinely does not care about anyone. And you're like, y- y- okay, you have a heart. We already knew that. What's the point of doing it this you're way? You're a cop. You have to have a, car- a heart to a certain degree. You're a cop. You gotta have a cart. Like <laughs> that. I uh, that sucks. I would have kind of liked the roles to be flipped. Like have Alba be the the wild one, and then. Um, well, it's because uh, G- Gabrielle Union's continuing the character she played in the movie, and supposedly the character yeah, was yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And she was dating Mike. I, why am I forgetting his last name? I don't know. Mike but Smith. Will Smith. No. <laughs> Yo, shout out to <laughs> Mike Lowry. Smith. Lowry. There you go. Mike Jesus Lowry. Christ, I can't even remember that for the life of me just now. Oh, Mike um, Lowry Smith. Oh, shout out to Mike Lowry Smith. You know, Martin Lawrence was making fun of him in the first movie to remember. <laughs> oh my God. Shouts to Castro, my homie. I finally got your rap verse line from years ago. <laughs> this nigga has a line in the song where he says, Jake's as in cops, Jake's be giving me salty looks, Laurie. And I never caught that. Oh, oh shit. You're, yeah, but you just kept giving him the nod, like, yeah, that's dope. But you didn't know what it meant. <laughs> Yo, I keep telling y'all, I told y'all a long Go on, go on, go on. Sometimes when you have somebody that drops a line that you, you're just like, yo, this is one of the best lines and it's from a friend, you it hits you a whole different way. Like the time I told you guys that... Um, uh, oh, shit. What's the line now? Oh, no. I totally just... Jonathan Emile did the line. Oh, uh, take uh, uh, you're going to take two L's like Hillary. 
and I uh, and I was just like, oof, like the whole idea of like taking two losses uh, and Hillary okay. is spelt with two That's L's, and and yeah. and she lost twice. Come on now, come on now. She lost what twice? She lost to Obama when she she lost to Obama, and then she oh, lost to Trump. Hillary. Wow, you know why? What the hell? I was thinking. I was thinking Fresh Prince. Oh, so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, you'd ha- you'd have to hear like the whole no. verse to understand. But yeah, like, there's a triple in there. Yeah, yo, I was mad impressed with it. I was mad impressed with it. Jay-Z's oh, no, no, it's not, it's not a triple. It's a double, right? That's a double. Jay Z's yeah. line on "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe" the remix, where he says, "Um, there's a million dollars in it, baby." Hillary Swank sitting next to Hillary, smelling like dank. That <laughs> is a Hillary. <laughs> So Jay Z don't smoke weed like that. So if he's saying yeah. he's gonna sit next to Hillary Clinton and smell it like dank, you're like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm not gonna lie. Today I actually like while I was working, just put in "Get Rich or Die Trying" again, and I have to. I like guys that album. Whatever magic is in it will never ever be recreated. Fifty Cent's album, first one. I like that you mentioned Maybe magic as we're about to go into Wandavision too. <laughs> we can Dude, find magic. a segue. There's a segue there. I'll find it. Dave, Dude. have you album? Have you listened to his album? Ever? No. Should I try? Okay. You have to understand the history, how he came up, how he got this rap deal, what the whole background, and then listening to the albums, every song. I would say just listen to it. My Dave, goodness. That's your deli- you delivery. The Dr. Dre productions with the Eminem productions yeah. and the cohesion, the chemistry, dude. There will ne- this was lightning in a bottle. This album, every song is strong. Every single track. and he released almost is eighteen tracks. Yeah, and he released like half of them as singles too, with music yeah, videos. Yep. Like they were releasing yeah, music videos from that album like two years after the album came out. Yep. And I remember, oh I remember thinking like, well, didn't this song come out? Like, cause I, I bought the album when it came out. So I remember seeing the music videos. Because in the club has such a long run. Yeah. You don't want to stop. You have yeah. like a year's worth yeah. of run. You definitely don't step on your own single just blowing up the charts. That doesn't even make sense. No. Um, yeah. And then like 21 questions and PIMP. Yeah. Those are just the mainstream yeah. tracks. Yeah. Other obscure tracks that most people don't really reference. Oh my gosh, everyone Eminem is at his best on this album, too. It's just many men is one of my favorite. Yes, the order in terms of release was from what I remember, it came Wanksta came first. Yes, Wanksta came first. Wanksta was also on uh Eminem's Eight Mile album. Yeah, yeah, so it was coinciding with the Eight Mile soundtrack. Was Wanksta came first, then in the club. Then 21 questions, then many men, but many men didn't get much circulation. Right. And then it died for a bit. And then, yeah, he, popped, then he popped back up with PIMP, the remix of Snoop. And I feel like right after that, he went into either Candy Shop and just a little bit. No, no, right, right, right after that was the G Unit album. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, slowed, okay. it, slowed, it slowed his album down to get his, his album. So he Did you guys? The G Unit album. Then Tony Ayo, then yeah. Lloyd Banks, then Young Buck, and then his own album. Oh, sorry, even before his own album, The Game. Yeah. Right. So he actually put everyone else on. He could have kept his momentum going. Yeah. That was staked videos for like that was 03 till like 06 easily. Did you guys yeah. get the deluxe version right. with the the like documentary DVD? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember when he takes the butter knife and, and he's talking about how you always got to have something on you? 
And then, and then, and then at the awards, being young buck stabs someone with a butter knife. Someone who tried to go after Doctor Dre. <laughs> so you do always gotta have some. some Dude, knife. the fact that they picked up the butter knife, I was like, what is happening right now? That shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, uh, I got one question from Lee J before we move on to one division. Sure. He yeah. says, "What's your top three lightning in the bottle hip hop?" Oh album? no, we can't, the guys. We won't even end up doing the shows because that's such a long conversation. <laughs> No, for real though. Like I, I'm. Uh, I, I'm like, <laughs> it's true. It's true. It is. It's hard to. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. You have to think about it. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that one next week. Is an easy one. Let's add that for next week though, because yeah. that's a conversation. I'm down that. to have that. Yeah, it is. Um. Okay. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wandavision. You Wanda guys Wanda. watched it? Did you guys all watch it? I did. I did. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. Okay. I loved it. Okay. I'll say one thing. People suck with their impatience, boy. Well, I'm, I'm not impatient. Start- not you. I'm seeing people on the internet being like, two episodes in and nothing's happened. It's like, have you yeah, a lot has happened. Well, th- for me, it was more the fact that I, I don't, I didn't expect anything to happen. So when I started seeing people getting upset, I was just like, but you guys realize there. Th- first of all, I understand what people are. I, I understand one aspect of it. People were excited for the first foray back into the MCU since the end yeah. game. So I get that people are just like, yo, we're going to get into WandaVision. We're going to get some House of M shit. We're going to have babies popping out. She's going to be doing some shit with Witch. No, dude. The the It was <laughs> I Love Lucy and Bewitched. That's, that's what you watched. That's literally yeah, what it was. 100%. But within those shows, yes. knowing that there wouldn't be much to go on in terms of yeah. visuals, I was looking for the clues and the hints that's leading me to figure out what this show is about. Yeah. You know the scene where she picked up the helicopter? Yes. It has a sword symbol on it. Yes. Um, the commercials. The yes, name Strucker. Yeah. And uh, Strucker, yeah. You know Strucker, Strucker has something to do with this. Yo. And then all these and then all these voices on the radio trying to it sounds like she's stuck inside her head and someone's trying to reach out to her from the outside. Is it sword? Yeah. Is it Strucker or someone associated with them? Is it Mephisto? Mephisto? Yo, but the I actually I actually think, I actually think Vision is Mephisto. That is a nice theory. That is a nice theory. That's bold. That is, yeah, it's man. Or Agatha's or Agatha's husband that she never see, you never see, but she mentions all the time. Oh, Agatha's interesting. Oh, the neighbor, okay. yeah, I, Catherine. I think Agatha's a good. Agatha seems like she's an easy oh, person to Agnes, turn. Like, Agnes, but oh, it's funny that you think they're. You, you don't think they're real people, right? No, they're real people, dude. Yeah, some I of them are. People, I, think everything, they, I actually think it's all fake. No, no, uh, but, no okay. because no, it is, Monica Rambeau is in it. True. Yeah, dude, it's all fake because she's creating her own reality. Like yeah. you saw her literally go no and change the reality because yeah. she wasn't ready to see what was going to be revealed to her in that in that episode of the show. Yeah, but they're based on real people. Yeah, because yes, Monica Rambeau, think- Monica Rambeau is in the episode in the second one. Yeah. So we know that yeah, that's. She's like, a, I don't know who I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think, if anything, my interpretation of what they're doing with this is that this will show. I, I don't know what's happening, but I think the overall arc will be that Wanda will realize how powerful she is because she has created the world that they're around, that's around them. Thus, I, and that's why I think Vision is actually real and everything else is maybe fake. And this will be the first stepping stones to if they ever decide to make a House of M movie because she could reflect on this series and be like, I can fix things how I want them to be fixed. 
I actually don't. Yeah, I don't want a House of M movie unless we're gonna have unless we're gonna have mutants. And at this point, you've already put Wanda in the driver's seat, and I don't want to see her back seated to bring back to the driver's seat later. Like WandaVision is her show. This is her blowing up right now. Don't give me a WandaVision or a Wanda movie in like five movies. Well, actually, we know it's not even in five movies. It would be in like nine movies because we've already seen the whole slate of a whole bunch of movies they're planning to come out with. If anything, you might be able to do it as part of a season in a WandaVision season two, but I don't even think they want to do multiple seasons. I think they're going to do limited runs and these are just going to be the bridges in between the movies that are going to come out. So I was, okay. In terms of like looking up the clues and stuff, the moment of the second episode was done, I was like, all right, let me go back into comic book. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm about to hit you guys with some shit real soon, so I'm going to let you go. So you know, you know that character that she kept kind of having a confrontation with Dottie. Yes. The, le- the leader of the suburbs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She um, is potentially, again, probably a reach, mm. um, an obscure, uh, what's it called? Clea. Oh. She was the Sorceress Supreme. Yeah. Um, in the Dark Dimension. Okay. There you go. Her- and, and then that's the connection. Dorma, exactly. So and her will... husband, John Smith, in the comics, who is her husband in the show. Yeah, so Ooh. I actually think this is a whole, like, Mephisto, Dormont, like, whatever situation going on here. And that's oh, why Doctor Strange will be tied in at the end yeah. of the show. Yeah, okay. And, and that's how, like, why are you expecting so much to happen, guys? This yeah. is the beginning yeah. of the phase. Yeah, guys. That's why I have yeah, to lay the foundation. So big movies or big events happening. Like, it's right. not be... Yeah, man, I mean... That's why Agnes is at... Agnes. I'm tired Wait, of these fans. Oh, sorry. Agnes, her neighbor, is yeah. Agatha Harkness. Ooh. Oh, okay. Do I'm... you think Agnes is... you think she's bad? My name is... I think we're meant to think she'll... Like, you know, like, they place those characters that are like a Trojan horde. Like, they want you to think that's the character that's going to go bad, but she has to be too, like... She sees the mailman. She's just like, you know, put him up. I don't want any mail coming here. And then, like, he walks by. She checks him out a little bit. And you're like, okay, that's weird. And then Dottie mentions, like, oh, the devil is everywhere. And then you hear her. She's like, that's not the only place where he is. Yeah, like, that's true. Like, there, there are, like, weird comments that make you think... There's a you, I don't trust diamond. anyone really, right? There's yeah. the six diamonds yeah. that form on the head when the show pops up and closes. That's a hexagon. There's a six that's missing from the clock. And I'm not saying I found this shit. I just read this stuff. So that's it's like I didn't notice that. They're hitting you. They're yeah. less, like, he's here. <laughs> like yeah, there's definitely a, a, a call out to time a couple times, yes. including the watch commercial. Yes. So it yeah. definitely makes me think there's a time space thing going on here. Um yeah. I'm excited, guys. I, I don't know yeah, what everybody's I think there's gonna be about. a buildup. I, I, and I and yeah. I and that's one of the things that really sucks that as fans people can't like you were saying man that people don't wait they don't want to be patient for anything they want everything right now and it, it like and that's the and we, we make this comment about generational cuts our generation understands buildups the next generation does not for them it's but like it, spoil everything have people break into the studios and and get it on Reddit. like it's like yo just wait for the damn movie to come out yeah. wait for the show yeah. it's gonna be so much more entertaining. That's one of the downsides of the internet. I, I hate it for this reason. Yeah. It was almost just, like they didn't really see the past 10 years that happened. That Yo. Came 
You know what I mean? Like, Yo. did you guys not wait 10 years for Endgame and you want them to just rush through what you supposedly think might be House of M? If you're yeah. really getting House of M, I'm not seeing it in an hour long. Exactly. Technically, it's only been an hour of new MCU. Stuff. There's no there's no way this could be House No, of it's, M. Not. it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Definitely not. It what it is though, it is her getting her children Wiccan and that it yes, is all that's gonna build happen. up from those comics so, to Avengers disassembled and her snapping, but she may not snap in the same way and may not cause House of M. She may cause mutants to show up, she may cause something else. Yeah, she ain't gonna be like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, so she, she is gonna have her kids on the show, right? Yes, oh, and everyone's Wiccan expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Quicksilver from the X Men universe. My I heard, I'm. I heard, he's be he's he's gonna be playing a role. We don't know what role yet, though, right? Wait, wait. Yeah, wait, if wait, he plays wait, Speed, wait, that'd be cool. Which one? The guy who played Quicksilver in the X Verse. In the play Speed for son. Yeah. Evan. Yeah. Evan, the guy who's also from Kick Ass. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Evan Peters. Peters. Evan Peters. Yeah. Yeah, um, that that's that. That would be such. A, that, that would be such a nerdy, awesome fucking nod to have him yeah. show up and play Speedy. Like that would be. I would. I would fucking love that. That would be. That that that's when you know they're doing it for the nerds. It's not exactly. just for the casual fan. It's like for you movie nerds who've been here for ten years and watch us make movies and watch Fox make movies. Check this out. We're gonna drop this one. This little gem for you right here, and that's pretty cool. I'm down for it. Uh, so am I. Grand Army. I haven't watched it. Is that a is that the Netflix show? Yeah, okay. I, I I will say I just wanted to touch on it a little bit. Okay. Um, it's an it's, arts one, right? Show with the, what's that? Isn't it? It's an art school. No, it's like uh, it's a public oh. school, but it's one of the top public schools. Oh my know. bad. I thought it was an art school. Um, yeah. No, no. I thought but, it was like, like fame. Yeah, they, they like focus on excellence in the arts. Like one of the characters on the show is like supposed to be a really good like uh, saxophone player, and Ooh. him and his best friend are uh, trying to get into like this big saxophone or this big orchestra event. I don't even know. I, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> it does not sound but like anyway, you like the show. <laughs> I like the show. I just feel like it's just a more culturally culturally diverse. Thirteen reasons why. Oh, only difference is that it's not focused on one person. Okay, which is good. It's just they they take you through all the characters on the show get equal footing. Yeah, right, and they're all from different. So you have a Pakistani guy. I think he's Pakistani. Forgive me if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, but he, he's he's someone who ends up questioning his sexuality, and then they touch on like the issues with him at home and how that's affecting him. And there's blah 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 blah. There's that. Um, there is the Asian girl who was adopted by Jewish parents. And she gets teased by all the Chinese girls in schools, but she also doesn't fit in with the the the, the Jewish people because she's not one of them. Yeah. So there's a struggle of her trying to figure out who she is, and then seeing how that could really fuck with someone. Yeah. And she, her her turn. I forget her name right now. She's the Asian girl on the show. If you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. Her <laughs> turn and where she ends up at the end of the show is that's probably the best best story i think that's gonna best be the arc? best story of the next couple of seasons yeah okay yeah best arc um and then you have the typical jocks the, it's oddly enough again not oddly enough but it's something that's still happening there's definitely a, a rape standard storyline as well mm. yeah uh, that's what you're this girl, this, yeah this girl who's super 
feminist. She always wants, you know, she's fights for like being able to wear whatever you want in school, blah, blah, blah. Like that's her character. She's supposed to be the strong girl. Yeah. She ends up being the one who gets raped by her best friends. In a cab too, boy. Yeah. Jesus. And, 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 and the way it happened and the way it played out, and this is not this is a spoiler, but at the same time, it's not yeah. because it's a central part of the show and it goes on for episodes. Um she's very outgoing. She's very lovey dovey with her guy friend. She sits on her laps, like they're all close, really almost yeah. too close. To anyone looking from the outside, you would think she was a slur, S L U T. But I understand her wanting. She's like, well, I just want to do what I want to do. I want to like yeah. hang on my guy friends, and I want to sit on her left. You know what? If I want to make out with this guy right now, I can. Like she, she has that civil liberty to do so. Yeah, it's a, it touches on this line of like, are you within that? Yeah, sending the wrong message, <laughs> sending mixed signals to the point where these guys they all got drunk. They're in a cab. She's sitting on one of their laps. There's three guys in a cab with her. One of them really likes her. Her and this guy were flirting this whole time. But he's her best friend's brother. And her best friend said, don't don't hook up with my brother. Yeah. I know how you are. Don't hook up with my brother. You're only going to end up like ruining our friendship. So, but she couldn't tell him that. Why? And he could sense something was off the next time he saw her. Oh, okay. I don't know why. But she felt like she didn't owe him. And, you know, she's very like, I own myself. I don't feel like I owe you an explanation as to why I'm not, I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, but you also Which, didn't owe it to, to me, the friend. I felt like that was a flaw in her approach. But yeah, but she also doesn't owe it to the friend to listen to the friend because her friend doesn't have the right exactly. to tell her what to do. So, so if these she's are the kind, scenes. yeah. So this is the other story where I'm like, it makes you think about like, I don't want to say it was anything was her fault because she no. obviously does not deserve that happening to her. Yeah. And as soon as she said time, stop, go, it they should have stopped, and that's just that. Right. But yeah. here's the thing: she does say stop it, but because she's drunk, it doesn't come out, and the guys. I'm sure they can feel her writhing, but they kind of hold her down. And you know what I mean? It was like, it hard very, at the end of the day, it is hard to watch. And at the end of the day, it is what it is. They definitely held her down. They know what they did was wrong. They mm. might not classify it as rape because it was no like penis to vagina penetration. It was just fingering. But you ripped her underwear and she's bleeding. It's rape. Yeah, bro. they raped her. Yeah. But because she was and drunk, because they were filming in the cab, they could they made her look bad. Right, I'm that's that. for shows like this. I'm tired of that story. I'm tired. That's, so that's, that's like what it's I'm it's it, not it, 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 like uh, what exactly are you trying to show it? Like, are you trying to show us that they should have just stopped? Because we knew they should have just stopped. Did you have to go for a whole sexual assault subplot in every teen show? Yes, I think you know. Like, you know what's interesting? It's still occurring. It happens. Yeah, right? it still happens. I think the only thing. Before before you continue, the only yeah. thing that's different is that I've never seen it be the best friends, mm. right? Like yeah. the, the the two guys she hangs out with all the time. She grew up with them, mm -hmm. and then, and then their relationship got to that point, and now she feels like she doesn't, you know, she can't show her face. She's embarrassed, and it's kind of like how she's dealing with what life is now. She called Man. them out she, because of how strong she is. Yeah, she raised her voice quickly. She went to the police, did a rape kit. She's like, I'm gonna oh, call good. you guys out. And okay, then they, and then they get away with it. Yeah, and see, now it's like, oh shit. Okay, yeah. My what what's happening to my life now? This show lost me. The second it's like people getting away with rape again, it's like, well, again, <laughs> yes. let's just keep telling I, that story. Let's, I don't let's, want to give away the rest. This is no, no, no. That's fair. But 
and there might be more to it that makes you change your mind is all i'm saying and if, if unless you guys are showing a scene where she pops one in the back of the head i'm not interested because that's it i'm tired of this game where they're playing like this girl gets assaulted and they get away with it and she's living with the consequences and those guys yes they feel guilty but they don't really actually care that much because you know people think they're rapists but their lives go on and they don't actually serve time nah man show me some peppermint style vengeance you do that to me i pop you let's show the world that there are consequences instead of just running these stories where it's just like oh the legal system failed us again now nah, i'm tired of that so, you know what show this did is, it the best what what show got him back the best it was uh the sequel to uh the teleporting show the, you know what i'm talking about brian teleporting youtuber show. Teleporting show. with the girl she would uh it was the sequel to that movie with hayden christian oh impulse jump Impulse, Impulse. Yeah. Where, she, where she crushed a car yeah. and crippled that dude. Right. Right. Yes, what? yes. <laughs> and I and I know, I and I know. Yeah, that was a good show. I know some people are gonna say like revenge porn is all is not as is not good either. We sh but I I want if we're gonna if we've done like we say we say it all the time. If you've done like five thousand years of telling stories and we go back as far as Zeus gets to run around and rape every other woman, uh, and oh, here we are. Man telling these stories now and we're still having best friends the closest per, per, pe people that they trust are still the ones uh, uh, assaulting someone and we're not actually showing any consequences well then give when you give me the one show impulse where she uses her power and and dude up hard uh, and i was like celebrating i was just like yes this is what i want so you know i'm just tired of it i'm tired of it mm -hmm. same thing brutally too she's kind of like yeah yeah it's like bridgerton oh, i've been getting into mad arguments with people because people are getting mad uh because we're calling out the girl daphne i don't know if any of you watch bridgerton but the girl daphne rapes the the uh, the duke and then people get mad and i'm just like yo if you what? yo if you're okay, having sex i watched with the first three with cage and i stopped watching this happens <laughs> when when she has sex with the, when she the daphne doesn't know how uh, babies are made. She doesn't realize that to ejaculate is what creates the right. baby. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, when yeah, she yeah. finds out... Okay, dude, this show, that's why I'm so... Th this show makes women look... Dope. Well, well, hold and on, hold on. It, I, I will give it to the fact that it is set in 1814. Like, we're talking legit. Yeah. It's that old. So I understand a world where they didn't teach women this stuff. I get it. But once she like, knew... She taught her how to touch herself. That was the last episode I watched. And I was like, yeah. I'm done here. I did not watch the show like that. <laughs> and then, no, but like, he teach it like... She finally finds out how babies are made and she realizes that the reason they have sex every time he's about to come, he pulls out is because he doesn't want to have kids. So she gets no. mad, and then when she's having sex with him, she pins him down. It's very clear, too. Like, I don't understand how people are saying she didn't rape him. She pins him down. She goes on top when he's close, pins him down, puts his, her hands on his shoulder, and keeps riding him. And as he's about to, and he's saying, wait, wait, what are you doing? And you see him mouthing, and you see him struggling. She waits until, she keeps riding him until he ejaculates. And then when she gets up, she even, like, does a face, like, like, he says her name. She makes a face of, like, good for you, gets off of him. And when he's just like, what did you just do? She walks out of the room and she starts acting like, there, that's what you get for not telling me why you didn't want to have kids. And that's it. And people don't think that's a rape, that's a rape scene. And I'm like, 
I don't understand. It was against his consent. You know for a fact he did not want to do that. You continue to, you forced him to do it. You put your hand, like, it's clear that she has her hands on his shoulders, pinning him down. And people are just like, oh, I didn't see him yell or throw her off. Okay, well. It's a double standard, though, right? Exactly. Of course. I mean, of course, of course, of course. But that's what I'm I saying. That's crazy. I'm, I was, like, literally, like, shocked for a bit. <laughs> no, I'm telling <laughs> you. That people don't think that that's real. That's yeah. doing something without someone's consent. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> That's that's a sexual assault. Like it's so clear, and I'm like I'm like I don't understand. And then there's like people in the chat in this group on the message telling me off and telling me you know you're just trying to make something out of nothing. And I'm like, are you guys what like? And then but then there are other women. Yeah, there are other women who are jumping in like, no, he's right. What are you talking about? Because it's mostly women who are defending Daphne, saying she was right. He's blah blah blah, and you know, one woman is just but like. In my world, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know, I know. If no. I'm dating someone, I'm not ready to have a kid. And you force <laughs> that's the me. same. That's the equivalent is cutting a hole in the condom. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's it. Th that's the thing. If it's considered rape when a man like has sex with a woman and then takes the condom off and continues to have sex with her without her consent, which is what like. If you're having sex with someone and you agree that you have to use protection, if you take the condom off, actively take the condom off and continue to have sex with her, they consider that a sexual assault because she did Especially not. Saying no, put it back or like yeah, what? Yeah, like if you if you continue and she doesn't know, that's continue to consider a sexual uh. assault. So that's why, like when I'm like like Toby said, if you pop a hole or if you force, if you pin down and ride until I ejaculate, it's. What with the guys painting the girl down and fingering her in the cab? Yeah. How exactly. is that any different? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Um, I, I immediately TV is give messed this up. time because the way they position black people in the 1800s. I'm sorry, I'm a realist. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Said, as a woman, she was disturbed with that scene as well. It's pretty logical to me. Yeah. Anyone would be disturbed by yeah. that scene. <laughs> this whole show was disturbing. I just left it as uh, it was like. But, you, nah, the, but Bridgerton's not a bad show, and. You know, I was actually really excited. I guess I'll make this my No, no, no. I'll say I'll say this. When I was watching the show, I the thing that excited me the most about it was the fact that they didn't oh, seem That's what excited you there, Brian. They didn't address race. <laughs> they they weren't they weren't addressing race as an aspect of the show. No, no. Everyone just was equal. But then they there's one moment where there's one it's line okay. And they yeah. and they address it, and I'm like, why? Uh, why I, did you do that? Like in a world where it's just. I believe it's perfect. Matter of fact, when I started watching it and I saw black people, I was like, oh wait, what? Yeah. But that, that's the show they're going. I was like, oh, we just don't care. That. Exactly. Well, you can't go from not caring to fucking mentioning that. Yeah. Sorry you're... for caring. I, 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 that's stupid. I know. I, I, I was annoyed about that. Go ahead, Skinny. The queen character mentioned it. She said, "If it wasn't for our king for falling in love with one of us." Duh. And I'm like, why oh, yeah, even yeah. do that? The Duchess lady. Yeah. 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 When the Duchess says when when the like the woman who raised the Duke says it to him and you're just like, oh, why did you man. that one line completely changes the show. Wow. That one yeah. line. Wow. And I was just like, why? It makes it feel like there's no merit meritocracy. There right? is no they, they didn't deserve it. They they were they were sort of just put there. It kind of was because you're also because if that was the actual case, 
And the king actually fell in love with a black woman. And at the time, things were fucked up back then as how it actually was. Yeah. Do you know how long it would take society to actually have to reform back then for the shit in Bridgerton to be allowed? I know. Get out of here. Yeah, no, that's crazy. They should have never done that. They should have stayed, stayed in the Yeah, I honestly, watching the show, I was so excited. And then when they got to that one line, I was just like, oh, it's so close. So close. <laughs> I literally said, I, I remember I turned to my partner. I was like, so close. We were so close to having a show Damn. that doesn't have to address race. And it's not like they were trying to erase it. It was just the fact that it's normalized. We live in a world where this is normal. And I was like, I'm here for it. And then, no, they took it away. And I was just like, okay. Man, you can't erase race. It's in your face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fair. You can't erase race. It's in your face. That's a um, fucking fact right there. I feel like I heard a few people complaining about uh, the main character, Daphne, being plain. I feel like the homie should have been a little bit darker. I don't even understand what they mean but by if plain. We're not going to, if, we're not, if, if we're not going to care about that stuff. Right. They, they should have just left that out, period. Yeah. Right. But you're right. You're right. They, they definitely, with the leads, could have gone a little bit more... Like, I'm not trying to see Drake be the black lead. Like, fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, and, and then his, the lady who helped him and his dad is darker. Did we ever meet the mom? We did meet the mom. You're right. Oh, we won't meet the mom. Who's the mom? Yeah, we, we, we saw her briefly giving birth. And oh, died. yeah, 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 yeah. Can we talk? We, can we talk about in how in black flicks or even certain roles where you'll have like the lead main character that you're supposed to appeal to is like the super light skinned dude, but his parents are dark. And you're like, Come on! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I think he's I supposed. Me. I think he's supposed to be taking after his mother, even though his mother oh, was yeah. not that light. But I remember, yeah, yeah. That's an yo. There's a lot of shows where it's like the parents are dark, and then the ki the kid comes out lighter. Or weirdly enough, I've seen shows where they flip it, and I was just like, oh okay. Uh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, there's a few times where I like look at my partner. I'm just like. Genetics are interesting. This is possible, but not plausible. Like it, it, it wouldn't. No, nope. <laughs> we can't. We can't go by TV. I know exactly. Yeah, we got another. We got another. Speaking of dark-skinned motherfuckers, we got yeah. Omar C out there playing Lupin, yeah. looking like a like yeah. a French shaft. Hey, you're talking about Lupin again? Well, yeah, Dave watched well, I, it. I, I want I, I want to give it a quick uh, thumbs up. Uh, you you suggested it last week, and I was like interested in it. It's it's essentially I, I find it very Sherlock Holmes esque with how they presented and, and same. Well, that it's it's some things. That's where it's you from, right? Thing, that's yeah, where it's exactly. from. Well, is 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 our same thing technically Sherlock Holmes is. It's a mix. Yeah, I think uh, I, I don't know which came first. If Sherlock came first. Sherlock came, came first. first. Their personalities are kind of similar. Yeah, Sherlock the came only, first, and Alcine Lupin came after. And they've had the when Alcine Lupin, the author of Alcine Lupin, wrote a Sherlock Holmes story in which they go up against each other. It wasn't officially Sherlock Holmes though because he didn't have the rights to the character. But then eventually, it's been oh, released. Okay. It was what? Sorry, oh, that that would be very cool. I said it wasn't canon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Technically, it's not canon. Because that would that would be a good movie in general. To be quite honest, it, like it's pretty sweet. But yeah, uh, the only things that were that that threw me off is for some weird reason I thought this was like a mini series of five episodes. So like when it got to like the the second the, like last episode, how it ended, I was there. I'm like, 
Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, so don't spoil it. I was thinking of Boston, and then when it got to the end, I'm like, oh, there's more? Yeah. So that threw me off, but the only things that I would say were not believable, and these are little spoilers, so if, if anyone's paying attention, don't pay attention for the next, like, 30 seconds, but the whole how he got into the prison? Okay. That, but, that, 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 no. But it makes sense. I know it makes sense what he says, but overall, no. He, if you if you had to be there for like an hour and just like get in and do something, he was there for days. <laughs> like yeah. by the time he gets to the the medical center, you're like, but see, I, okay, how do you but hold on. Don't spoil so much. Here's what makes sense. Dave. Here's what makes sense. Is that oh, sorry, you didn't see that? No, I just said but twice, here's... and Skinny also said I didn't see it. That's why he walked away. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. But it, it's not a spoiler. It actually, whoa, my face. Sorry. Just yeah, I fix, I'm fixing um, it. it. It's actually at the very beginning, the first episode, one of his main lines that he says is, you, you, you saw me, but you didn't look at me. Yeah. So he uses people's racist, whatever colorism, whatever you want to call it, their prejudice, biases against them. That's yeah. what makes him so strong is that he's aware of these things and he plays within those lines. Yeah. So he actually doesn't think his plan will work but he trusts your bias and your judgment like at face value enough to go through with this plan to be able to go into prison literally take someone else's place in prison <laughs> for a few days he takes their, what's it what's that thing uh what's it called bliss uh, ignorance, ignorance is bliss ignorance he takes people's ignorance yeah. in general to make to get turns it into his own bliss and i won't i won't say anything yeah. About this, but I'll say it to Toby. The scene. Well, then don't say it. If you can't say it, don't. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I'll say no, it to I Toby. One more. Dave, I'm still here. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't like disappear. I was not really because, like, when extraction came down, you guys ripped that shit. That's true. That's true. Okay, I'll give you. For ahead, several ahead, movies. So I'm saying one word that's not going to ruin anything. you <laughs> are the outcome, the, the, the interview part. If you could remember in like the later episode. Okay, I'm not gonna say I I, yeah, I, remember, I, I remember now. Oh man, I can't even type it to him. Damn it. Okay. Um, <laughs> just DM him on the side afterwards and let's get to geek news Anyways, and rumors. Just one other thing that when I when 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 it happened, I was like I was shocked at how smart he is that he mm. would not expect a certain outcome or a certain way to potentially flow. So for him to oh. like yeah, yeah, I know what you're like, talking about. See, but that, like, take a risk like that. I was like, that's that's like that's that's foolish. That's for the character that you're watching. It's foolish that he would be that he would be ignorant in that regard. But it's all part of the plan. Well, we don't know. We, 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 <laughs> this, which I found out at the end. Of this <laughs> there's a lot of luck. There's a lot of luck. He's still talking about it. He plays odds. Oh yeah, he plays odds. Right, he's a gambler. He's a hustler. So yeah. everything he does is well thought out and planned out, but he plays the odds of something happening, and he usually has a backup, and sometimes he gets lucky. Uh, but for the most part, I think his his thought pattern and how he sees and thinks through things is what's always set him apart. It's what all these people have always been drawn to within him, all the people around him, right? Other other than those two things, the show was impeccable. Like I I was very like it was like one of those shows where it's like. Midnight. I shouldn't. I'm not gonna watch another episode. But you're gonna be the first thing I watch when I wake up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's near, it's near perfect, actually. Yeah, it's, it's nothing, very nothing. very well done. Even the even the because I watched it. I watched. It, I didn't realize until like maybe ten minutes. Like, oh, it's dubbed. 
Like the actual dubbing itself was also pretty well done. And then I put the, the subtitles as I was watching the dub version. But uh, it was a very it was a very good show. Like two thumbs up. Like very very addictive show. Yeah, it is it's super dope. Titty, what up, man? I think he just yeah. he added a message. Just started Lupin two days ago, and I really like it. But big Lupin three fan, and the series got my seal of approval. By the way, Happy New Years, and hope y'all living your best in these strange times. Yeah, that's one thing that I found interesting. It's not, it's not related to Lupin the third at all, that which is something I didn't realize. I really thought he was going to be the ancestor. But I do. I am looking yeah. forward to going back because I feel like it's true. A lot of people have been going back to the anime now that they're finding out about Lupin for the first time. If Netflix is smart, they get the rights to all that Lupin stuff and the, 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 the new movie that's coming out too. Um, we got Geek News and Rumors. We got some Moon Knight news. Ethan Hawke to play a, the villain in the Disney Plus Moon Knight series. Um, no way to that show. Uh, did they even officially announce that it's Oscar Isaac? Is it official? Official? Because I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, yeah. they announced it during the the big one. Yeah, it was official. They announced, they announced yeah. the show. They didn't announce. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, they announced sure they the show. No, they, they, they announced them in the Disney uh, Expo, or whatever. Yeah. They just they announced. They announced the what? series. They didn't announce Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. They announced the same thing as She Hulk. Like where the yeah, they're no, yes. no, but they did announce for She Hulk. They announced yeah, yeah, but they, they didn't did announce. Yeah, they announced wow, okay. to Tatiana, but they didn't because that's it. I keep looking everywhere, and everyone keeps seeing saying Ethan Hawke to join Oscar <clears throat> Isaac, and I'm like, okay, but where's the official report? that Oscar Isaac has been cast as Moon Knight. So if someone finds it, please let, let me know, because I'm down to, to, to discuss it. But Because I feel like we would have discussed it if it was official. Because we, we've I been waiting. We I feel like we did discuss it because it was official. We discussed the rumor that he was being tapped and said we think it's a good idea. We, did, it, we didn't discuss that he was officially tapped. We all said he uh, would be... He would be amazing in the role, but they have not officially said he has the role. And okay, so Moon Knight series cinematographer Gregory Middleton confirmed on his Instagram, it's an honor to be a part of introducing a new character to the MCU. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Who says cinematographers worry about white costumes, not if they are complex characters played by an amazing performer like Oscar Isaac? And that's it. That's the only time it's been mentioned. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, come on. No, no hey, hey. Hey. Actually, leading into our next one after this, yeah. I feel Marvel at this point puts a ton of misinformation out yes. there. Yes. That's the thing that... that thank <laughs> you. Fun. Thank they you for to. seeing things the way I see it. Marvel likes to play so <laughs> many games that I can't trust anything anyone who's working on any project is saying. Tatiana went and did a full-ass interview and when was acted, oh, asked I point blank... I, I actually hate her for that. I know. I hate it too. And hate is a strong word, but I, I actually do. I mean, not I hate that it. I don't hate her. But yes, again, yeah, I, I don't yeah, respect yeah. what she did. Yeah. Just like they did, they did commercials for Endgame that there were blatant yes, scenes. That's not what I'm saying. In the movie, I don't yeah. trust Marvel for shit. They are giving us all they the fake information. So speaking of which, do you, do you guys believe that rumor? Me. What rumor about Charlie, Charlie Cox, Cox filming in Spider-Man Three? Charlie you Cox is here. I, I don't. See it. No, 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 no,
He is. He will be there. He is. And not because <laughs> wait, you'll be disappointed if he's not. I, and it was I all just a rumor. I won't be disappointed. It's I think it's not, a rumor. Because they're not that stupid. <laughs> Meaning they know what they have with Charlie Cox, and they're not going to like dash it away like that. Like they that that was their two top. Punisher and him. So they're bringing him. Luke Cage, they might be like whatever. Jessica, they might be like whatever. Yeah, but terrible for- actors. No. Yeah. But <laughs> bet your ass Luke Cage did a good job. What what? You gotta play Luke Cage did an okay job. They're He's right quiet. there. I'm sorry. I liked him. That, you think I'd put up a poster I if I didn't him. think he did a good job? I but thought he did a good job. The thing with Charlie okay. Cox, so I don't think they don't have to receive the story. They could just think. There you go. Yeah, I don't think those two fit in the MCU. It's just there's something too street level about them. If like being, literally, if TV, if TV was street level, that's what they. Are. But if the, if I'm being fair, Charlie Cox did an amazing job at street level. I don't think Charlie Cox's Daredevil should be in the cinematic universe. I think if you don't, you're, I think out of all those characters, he's, he's the one that fits the best. He was. He, he was the best. Oh, I would say Punisher's version would be the one that could fit. Barenthal's Punisher is yeah, a better easily. MCU than Cox's Daredevil. And well, I, he, I will... How does he fit in the MCU, given the current landscape and aesthetics? That's why they that's couldn't what, put Punisher they, in MCU. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But they and should also, put Punisher because you can't have all that light and no dark. All your major villains have been these huge, insanely crazy characters. Who has been the street-level villain and who's been the street-level guy taking care of them? You showed us a well, little I mean, clip. Iron Man had a ton of street-level, so does Spider-Man. Oh, we're talking... We're not, go ahead, Skinny. Sorry. I'll continue do what I was saying. Charlie Cox will be in Spider-Man, not as Daredevil, because they say he's oh, going to be in there, but there's no... Oh, no. What if he's just Matt Murdock, the lawyer? Oh, that's going to be boring. It's going to be boring. Matt Murdock, what, the lawyer, because there's no saying, as you're saying, he's not good for MCU movies. There's no saying that they ever have to get Daredevil his own movie. Ever. Yeah, you don't really You give, give Daredevil Oh, and people are fine. They never yeah. have to give Daredevil a, mo- a movie. Yeah, I don't want to actually. Daredevil is a TV show character. Punisher is a TV show character. You can't make movies about these guys. Punisher, you can easily, you can make a, you can make a good Punisher movie if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I like how, how hesitant you were. That you would it rather in a TV show. I, though, I, it's just, it's like, you know, you have to actually put effort. Dave, why three hours when you could do 10 hours? Why? Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying, and I agree. If you were going to use Barenthal, I would say use Barenthal as in the same vein as the uh, the the new series that they're going to do. So again, you know, bring him over and put him in a show, or you know, put him in the background of something. But you know, the same way that you're they're never giving Hulk another movie, and I know that has more to do with licensing. But at the end of the day, we didn't need another Hulk movie. The, nah. We already have enough. So he does a great job being a side character in the films. Yeah. Also, giving characters just tell better stories as hour-long TV episodic television. Versus- Dude, we also only got one Hulk movie. Yeah. In, in uh, oh, related to the in MCU. In Con- yeah, in Con- really we have one Hulk movie, and frankly, all the Hulk stuff before is not—it's not the scale or up the par with what you got going on now. No. Uh, Mike K is saying Didn't Thomas Jane's Punisher yeah. film was awesome. I. I didn't like it as a movie. I thought it was a little silly sometimes, but it was, but you know what was good? The short film they did, the laundry thing, that was like seven minutes that they were working on. 
I was just like, yo, this, this, again, sometimes it's the small things that they do where, like, have you guys ever seen the clip they made of the Daredevil 70s movie that they wanted to do? Where he was going to be, it was going to be set in like the 70s and it was like raw and it was like New York and it the city was dirty. Negative. Yeah, but it, it was good, man. And that was just like this small concept. And I was just like, damn, that would have been good. And I, I would have been down to see that. You know, almost like it kind of like the imagine the world of Gotham in the film Joker, but with mm -hmm. Daredevil in it. Like that New York. That's what that it looked like. And that's it. Yeah, that fits. If you gave me that as a movie, I'm down. Daredevil in this in this world now, I'm not as interested. Keep well, him on give a show. Me a Daredevil story that yeah. we could actually put out as a movie that doesn't seem that wouldn't etch out better as an episodic miniseries. I can't. Yeah. Guys, what if Spider-Man three somehow involves Fisk, and that's why Daredevil's in it? Okay, I'm down for that. You, uh, you're right. <laughs> I'm down with that. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm if 100. Anything, the movie, if the you movie give me potentially be the launch of of Daredevil season four. Ugh, no, I don't want it. I don't want. I don't want Disney Plus to try and do Daredevil because they're not going to do it the same way Netflix was doing it, where they, they were essentially, yo, John Barenthal's Punisher doesn't even like. You could never do that on a Disney Plus service. That's not even Hulu. Like Netflix got away with it because Netflix was doing it. They were. They're never going to do that stuff over on uh, the 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 Mouse House of Mouse. That's a problem. House of Mouse. They yeah. need to learn rated R. Well, mine. Well, De well, they announced it. Deadpool I Deadpool three coming out. Yeah, Deadpool three is going to be rated R. Which, That's fair. Like, thank God. Yeah. Okay, but if we're going to make a Deadpool three not rated R. I was like, what are you you're going to tell us? Say poop jokes? Like, well, okay. Let me let me actually let me really double down on that because what the fuck did we really get with an R rated Deadpool movie except for poop jokes? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about like actually using the word poop and not saying no, like, and swearing and. Killing and maiming. We got pointed, we, like, we got a lot more violence. Virgin fucking like requests again. Like, what did what? it really do for the movie? Deadpool made a couple dick jokes. He said fuck a couple times. He made it, it removes restrictions. Yeah, for Deadpool, you don't need restrict. It's just like why Logan was very very good. It's because you just at least you remove the restrictions. So whoever wants to tell the story can tell the story however the fuck they want. I'll put it this way. Logan utilized it well. Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2, to me, didn't make a difference, except for if it was... I would agree with you on Deadpool 2, not Deadpool 1. It didn't make a difference to me. Deadpool 1 to me was good, and I think the most thing, mostly Deadpool uses the R rating for the violence. Yes, that's that's what I was going to say. For the violence and for him to say things that in a non-rated R movie, he wouldn't be able to say. But he also didn't say anything too crazy. But yeah, that's what yeah. That, what skinny crazy. Yeah, what skinny it's, and Toby are saying. He has, a, he, has a, he has a thing where it's Ryan Reynolds with like the current kid he's acting with, and the kid is repeating the uh, the yeah intro to Deadpool two. I mean, like, yeah, it's but, pretty obvious that things that that's that kid shouldn't Yeah, but, I understand, but, I, but you can do that with a rated PG thirteen. Exactly. I'm sorry, but you I've seen swear I've seen that. On, on yeah, that what rating. like the, the, they're using the rated R just for the shock value at that moment. Exactly. They're not using it because they like you because what you're saying about them being open would be useful if they were using it to tell the story. If you're using it just for the shock value and comedy, that's different and. Them using it that way is shock value. But what Yo, Toby's saying about the violence is the voice. Deadpool TV is, show. though. 
Like when even when you read his comic books, that's all it really is, though. No, rated R is the boys TV show. The boys. Yes. Yes. There you go. The boys is the best use of rated R in comparison to what Deadpool is trying to do. Because the boys is set in a universe where there is is PG thirteen doesn't exist. This is the world. And that's why with Deadpool, I would rather if Deadpool was doing that, I'd be more excited. The violence is waiting to get us in theaters. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> boy, howdy, boy, howdy, do that. Yeah. But like, are, what are the other Marvel movies rated? Are they rated PG? Yes, they're, they're all PG thirteen. None of them yeah. have been rated R. Logan was the yeah. only one that was rated R because like, of- like you wouldn't be able to like in in PG thirteen movies, you wouldn't be able to have like the blood and gore that you have in a Deadpool movie. No, the blood and gore it, looks yeah. so fake. I don't really. Which I agree, it. though. I will agree that they should do a better job going forward with that i guess because he is a very he's the type of guy that does get cut like in half and is still walking with his other half attached to him you know yeah. like, you know, highest highest rating for marvel t- oh it's even more of the tv shows uh but deadpool age 16 plus in some areas yeah. jessica jones luke cage defenders and legion yeah most of them are pg-13 yeah it's because that, and we know why they do it. They because PG thirteen is a wider audience. They can get yeah. families to take their kids and whatnot. Um, speaking of the boys, the boys showrunner Eric Kripke confirms the hero gasm story arc for season three. People are pretty excited wow. for that. Say what? Hmm? It's one episode. I know. It, yeah, that's the thing I find weird. It's not going to be the whole season. People got really excited oh. as if like, whoa! It's like, I mean, it's episode six. Yeah, but it's only it's only like a six. Isn't the only thing that that bad happens in that issues that they they say they're gonna go fight something, but then they just go on vacation, and it's because they find out that they went on vacation, and that it results in shit when they come back. Isn't that how like superheroes say if because I read it earlier today, it's like super the superheroes say they're going to go somewhere, yeah, like fight an alien race somewhere off planet. And in reality, they go to like a, a club med for themselves. Yeah. And have they a- went they went to Epstein's Island. Yeah. Oh, do a huge like God. orgy and shit. And then they come back, and it's because the world finds out that they did that and said that they have repercussions. So you could for sure do that in an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they were, it was. Yeah. I, I don't know how they're gonna make this grounded in this reality by saying they're going off to fight aliens. Yeah. Which, which would be, which would well, be yeah, but maybe, but they could figure something else out that says that we're not going to be in New York anymore. Yeah, and we have to yeah, go yeah. undercover or something like. Exactly. Hmm. Uh, but we'll whatever. See. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, people were really excited because nerds saw something from the comic books and said, "Oh my god, we're getting the thing!" It's just like, yes, the whole show has been from the comic book, guys. I mean, I don't know why y'all yeah. are shocked. Like the last <laughs> scene in the last <laughs> season was like one of the best yeah. scenes in the comic. Like, like I'm probably over the boys. I want Invincible. When's that drop? When's that dropping? Uh, that's coming soon. They they the the they've done the voice work. They have they had the first trailer, so we should be seeing it soon. Uh, last bit of news right before we sign off: Titans season three cast Savannah Welsh as Barbara Gordon. So we're gonna have Bar- Barbara Gordon in season three. We're gonna have Commissioner Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon. Yeah. It is going away from lore, which is kind of. I mean, mind you, the show's always teetered away from lore, but stayed in the lore. So I, I think it depends on how they execute it. Amen. Uh, so I it's it's going to be wheelchair. Oh, she's in the wheel. I thought this, she was this, past that. Okay. This, this actress is an amputee herself. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So probably yeah. more real then. 
I was what they're going to do. I was secretly <laughs> hoping that when they said uh, Commissioner Barbara Gordon that we were going to get um, Batman, Batman Beyond, Beyond nod. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think this will be just our Barbara Gordon eventually. Yeah. Um. Yo. Hey, man. The 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 creator the guy who did Batman Beyond said it's ready to be a movie any day now. You you guys hit us up. We got the storyboards. Let's do this. So you know, let's, let's do see. it. The whole damn show. I know. I know. From beginning to end, a movie. Yeah, they it's said. Crazy. They said they're ready. So What's we need no Batman until okay after Agreed. Homeboys true, Batman true, true, true. next year. True. We need no Batman until twenty forty. True. I, I knew that. We've had that I discussion. That's a, but like you're talking about movies in but, general. But, but I would Batman take beyond, yes, like, I would take a Batman know. Beyond though. Yeah. No. It's, it's, I want to see that. No. I would take Yo, a Batman Beyond. It's such a cool future. It's a different Batman story. Beyond, it's a much different story. It's a different story. Terry Mac. It's, it's the, the future. And come on, come on, come on. I don't think they make any more new Batman movies is if they James Bond shit. You do right. not. Be tell the story at all. You tell whatever current story you want to tell. Yeah, I don't want a Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, yeah, yeah. I'm done with. Exactly. So Th- yeah, that's that's McGinnis. yeah, that's my thing, Skinny. I don't want Bruce, but I would still be I down know. to see like a Batman Beyond. I'm wrong though what? because Skinny, you're right. Because at the end of the day, Bruce is still in Batman Beyond, so I still got. <laughs> yeah, but he's not Batman. I. Yeah, He's still, still there. there. He's still but for there. For me, it's more. I want to see Nightwing. I want to see Red Hood, and I wouldn't mind seeing Damien in movies. People, like, I think Nightwing and Red Hood could easily have their own movie or nope. be in movie. Nope. Oh, be in a movie is very different from having your own movie. Nightwing, Nightwing could definitely do it. Maybe not Red no. Hood. Nightwing needs a show. Again, Nightwing is like Daredevil. Put them on their small screen. Don't give them a Nightwing film. Nightwing is also more of a procedural. Yes. I find. I like don't want... Skinny, Skinny looks shocked. <laughs> Nightwing. Why do people beg for DC things to be created? What? Listen, you want to want to see Red Hood live action, bro. Go. I'm bringing it out of the universe. I'm, I'm ruining your universe by putting it out there, Skinny. I want a Red Hood... Live action. No, I, I get it, well man. DC, DC, has, DC is oh, fucking fuck up every every out. single one of their own properties. Yeah. DC, you know, tell DC to Marvel. Let Marvel make the movies for you so they don't fuck it up and no, then it's fine. No, no, never. Out with that bullshit. Yeah, get out, get out, of, here. out of here. Get out of here. I'm saying it. And then have the real crossover when all the the characters are like merged. You want all stuff. access the comic book? Get the fuck yeah, out of here! No, no, no. It's, it's, it's Darkwing. No. Oh, you want, you want Amalgam? Com- no. Yo, shut his mic off. Get out of here, <laughs> Amalgam yeah, Comics. She yeah. get the fuck Sorry, out of here. <laughs> oh my god yo yeah we got it though i get it as much as i like get excited of i don't get as excited for dc anymore but sometimes i'm like you know just i'm a i'm an optimist when it comes to comic books i i I still believe they can do right because i've seen them do right yeah yeah. out of like 20 they've done one right Two, <laughs> Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Even though Aquaman's not the best, yeah, the first Wonder yeah. Woman, and that's why it's so shocking. Oh no! Don't so did it. We'll end up being here another half hour. We got to sign off. Let's get out of here. Wonder <laughs> Woman. No, we don't give you any more time. Reclaiming no. my time. Uh, <laughs> deserve the love you give it. True. That's it. 
DC does not deserve your love like that, man. The, the closest DC gets to actually getting on Marvel's level is taking Marvel's directors. Yes. And, and bringing them over. Suicide Squad. We'll know the result after we see Suicide Squad. True. Let's yeah. see. Is that the first one? Yeah, I think. Yeah, well, it, okay. yeah no, James Gunn. We didn't. I don't count that. Yeah, I don't count it either. I don't count it either. Before we sign off, if y'all don't believe that Joss Whedon fucked that shit up on purpose, you don't know what you're talking about. Stop. Oh, I think it up I, yeah know, thank you going. i agree with dave there i don't we'll think he did it on purpose we'll see what happens to cameron i'm telling you fight these pain these niggas to fuck up their movies <laughs> shit man. oh my god damn i guess you we'll really see that deep? james gunn let's see what let's see no i mean if gun but I, you know what's funny though for gun the the the, Sorry, I, the, the, the ip was already so s- stupid that even if he goes in and fucks it up they're just gonna be like that's not on him the ip sucks like that's they're not gonna blame him for the exactly. failure. <laughs> they're exactly. not. They're not. They're gonna say like, yeah. "What did you expect?" It the Suicide oh, Squad was not a good. Skinny. Are you saying the whole thing with Marvel firing him? At Jesus, everything? I said that's it from Trump. That's deep. That's from Trump. That is they wild. That, so that is. So they're like, so we're gonna drag out some of your bad, dirty laundry so the world can have an eye on you, just, just so, so you can be an infiltrator, no, and double agent. That's much. <laughs> If that's like, you for sure knew you for sure know that he has like his own island somewhere oh, Lord. because that's what they do with that Disney money. They're like, oh, like you want me to do what? They're like, we'll give you an island. He's like, sure. <laughs> okay, boys. Yeah, yeah, anything, anything you want? Oh, okay. Ooh. This is a screenshot took from one division. Yeah, yeah. That's my boy. That's my boy right there. That's my dude. Look at that. Who that? Who that? Who that? Grim Reaper that. That's Grim Reaper's cool. helmet. Oh, yeah. that's why it looks familiar. Yeah, yeah, just, a, just an ode to him, you know. That's hilarious. Crazy, crazy. Just because in episode in Avengers one hundred and two, Grim Reaper tried to take Vision's consciousness and put it back in Wonder Man. Oh yeah, bro. And Wonder Man is his brother. Yeah, just go back okay. and watch every ep- the two episodes oh, and just every 10, 15, 30 <laughs> seconds or something. Just pause There's something in and there look that, at the like, screen. Makes you wanna. Oh, shit, yeah, dude. All right, guys, we got to sign off. It's the end of the show. We want to thank everybody for tuning in once again. All the comments, you guys, we appreciate it every week. It's really, really good. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe. I know we don't usually say that stuff because we kind of just like to have the conversation, but that stuff does help. If you guys want to review us on iTunes, if you want to follow us on Spotify, if you want to check out the website, do all that good stuff. All the links are in the description on YouTube. And uh, that's it, man. We're out. Anything you guys want to tell the world? Anything? Any last John comments? Favreau isn't a mastermind of the MCU. Feige is. Favreau is the fire starter, though. Okay, there, there we go. You go. <laughs> We're signing off, y'all. Peace, everybody. <laughs> Disco lights. <laughs>